Welcome to Black Girl Say Something, where this black girl has something to say. And this episode is called The Drama of Trauma. And let me tell you something. I'm just in this place. It's like coming up to the end of the year. You just want to... Coming to the end of the year allows you the opportunity to look back and see how far you've come. And, you know, I mentioned before, I'm in transition to find a new therapist. And I started my intake process with an assessor uh, for the new therapy uh, practice. And they were asking me all of these questions. And while I've made quite enough strides to speak about what I'm going through and to talk about where I am and what I've been through, I've also found that speaking with them, uh, they did say I have trauma-induced PTSD and it's, it's within great reason. And it's so funny because I feel like once they told me that, it kind of made me feel a little sad because while on the outside, I'm doing good, I'm doing well, everything, you know, on paper, I'm doing good. Personally, I think I'm doing a lot better than I was last year, December. But here I am and there are certain things that just make me sad or they have me or they make me scared or you know it's a constant reminder and then you know the assessor did make a good point to say even it's kind of hard to see the end result because you're still in the middle of it because considering I'm still in the middle of a divorce and so you know um this is my December reset my intention is to get so many pictures off my phone I think ever since like 2015 I've always bought the iPhone with the highest storage And that's because I just love to take pictures and I don't ever want to be told, like, I don't have enough storage. So I have pictures on my phone and from 2016 and I'm deleting um, or transferring them off of my phone uh, slowly but surely. But by the time January comes, I want to have everything off my phone all the way from 2020 going all the way up to 2016. And I saw this post, I believe it was on Facebook. I saw a post on Facebook that said that said seeing unhealthy patterns in your family and deciding that those patterns end with you and will not be passed down to future generations is extremely brave and powerful decision and let me tell you something I'm so proud of me like this episode I'm probably going to say it quite a few times but I'm so proud of me for choosing you know to get out of a situation that I knew was going to be detrimental to my children's future emotional and mental well-being And also it was detrimental to mine as well, but I'm seeing the effects now. And as an adult, I have the opportunity to shield them from future trauma, you know, to shield them from passing down that trauma that they received, you know, over the course of the last few years, the trauma that they received. um, I'm allowing them the opportunity to not pass that down to their children. And I'm also giving them the opportunity to see that no matter what you may endure or what might happen to you, you can recover from it. You do have the option, the choice to say no. The thing is, the drama about trauma is that the trauma started before I was even born. I mean, my mom had her own traumas and this episode is not going to be so much about that. But in connection to me saying that, there was a post, a young lady post a video on TikTok with a bunch of captions and it says no one talks about how hard it is growing up with a mom full of unhealed trauma some parts of me grieves for her and everything she has been through but the majority of me is pissed that she had all these years to heal herself 
become a better person for her children and break the cycle. But instead, she transferred all the trauma to her eldest daughter. And now it's my job to break the cycle. And I'm going to insert my little two cents into that statement because I'm not so much mad at my mom for not recognizing that she had trauma. I'm more so mad at the adults in her life who allowed her to endure the trauma. And, you know, I'm working through that because those same adults tried to impose, you know, me not having boundaries and the lack thereof. Uh, And I had to get out of that cycle. I had to get out of, you know, that place. And, you know, it's just so crazy to to talk about like these posts that sometimes they come up. It's like, who's writing this stuff? Are this is this a screenwriter of my life? Because how could they write this? How could they know? How could it be so fitting? Right. And um, even with that being said, it's like the transition from knowing better to doing better is a constant struggle. Every day I'm in this place where I know better and I want to make a conscious effort to do better. And I found so much peace in being able to forgive myself for the mistakes that I've made. I found so much peace in being able to forgive myself for the things that I didn't know before. And I'm giving myself enough grace to understand that healing is a daily process. That every day I have to maintain um, my peace. And maintaining my peace is priceless. I'll tell you that, you know, uh, for the sake of being who I am and overcoming so many struggles and just witnessing so much as a child and being the eldest daughter and, you know, having to be a mom and being a wife in such a tumultuous situation and just trying to just hold it all together. I've given myself enough grace to say, you know what, it's okay for everything to fall apart and just, you know, say I can't do this right now. And that's what I did to essentially get out of the marriage, you know, honestly, um, recognizing that I can't keep us together forever. This may not be together forever because you're hurting me. And, you know, there's a video that circulates every so often. I see it on all social media platforms and it's like a voiceover of somebody saying, if hurting you, if hurting me doesn't hurt you, then you don't love me. Because it's like, how could you sit and tell me that you love me and it continues to hurt me? And so back to the conversation that I had with the uh, assessor for the new therapist, she asked what started to make me go to therapy. And I was like, it wasn't even the abuse that I was enduring in my marriage. Uh, What made me start going to therapy was the fact that I had a friendship breakup. And in that time of therapy, you know, it was just casual conversation. Yeah, when I talked to my husband and I told him, you know, I don't want to talk about it right now. And, you know, he follows me around the house or he eggs at me. I'm talking like as if this is normal. And and the therapist stops me. You know, my first therapist stops me and like, oh, that's not that's not healthy. That's not healthy um, communication. And I had been doing it for so long that way that I just thought, you know, it was normal. And so you get to a place, the more you continue to go to therapy, you realize some of the unhealthy patterns. Of course, they asked me, do I have future thoughts about dating and things like that? And I don't because I'm scared. And the old me would have never been able to say that I'm afraid of something. But I'm afraid of not being able to recognize the red flags. I'm afraid of not being able to you know, uh, cope with the fact that, you know, I am a single mom and I don't want anybody to come into what me and my children have built. I don't want that for me. So I'm just forever, you know, 
in a place where I'm grateful that I did get out of one situation, that I'm not in a rush to get into another situation. And I have the ability now to recognize when relationships no longer serve where I am in life. So it's so easy to meet people because I'm personable, right? But meeting somebody and deciding, you know, and this goes for friendships and business associateships or whatever you want to call them. But in, in any capacity of relationship, I have found that it's easy for me to meet people and it's even easier for me to recognize, okay, immediately um, the season is up. Whether the season may be a few weeks, a few months, the season is up. And so I'm just in this place where I'm hopeful for, you know, what the future holds. 2023 is coming upon us so quick, like a whirlwind. December is here. I'm still walking my mile a day. You know, join in with me on that walk your mile a day in an effort to combat seasonal depression because it is real. Um, if you start to feel your mood change and time sees fit, go for a walk, you know, um, get that sun on you. I am taking my children on a surprise little vacation. Um, we're going on a cruise. It's their first time. It's not my first time, but it would be our first family trip um, that doesn't involve gymnastics because we did go on our first plane trip to together just us and you know thanksgiving ended so well and my son laid on my chest and he said we are really getting situated without daddy and you know the safety and the security that they have right now i don't want that to be broken i want that to stay forever that so much i've even told my children no matter what age you get to in life call me i will come i will help you you can always come back home because I think the biggest thing for me when going through this whole thing was I could not I, I I'm thankful for my mom and how she she helps with my children now. But before I I was like, dang, if I had a mom or a dad, I could call and go live with them for a little bit and just let him, you know, or I didn't have that. And, you know, I don't want that for my children. I want them to be able to call me anytime, anywhere, any place. And mommy is going to come and help you. I don't know everything. I haven't been through everything. And I know they'll have their own tests and trials that they'll have to go through. But guess what? They don't have to face them alone. And, you know, again, even when I went through my own situation, it was my mom that said, I don't have any advice to give you, but I'm here to listen if you want to talk. And I just remember that being so a place of peace. It was definitely the olive branch that I needed in repair of our relationship. So if something was said on this episode that resonated with you, I encourage you to share it with at least one person. Remember, you can tune into Black Girl Say Something every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tune in on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM, and Amazon Music. And don't forget, there'll be a description link in this episode where you can subscribe to the podcast and your monthly subscription does allow you to hear what this black girl has to say. And I'm saying even more over there on the subscription side. Thank you for tuning in.